So here we go with another one of our legendary. legendary uh, well, I think it's yeah, legendary yeah. because I worry about these and I, <laughs> yes. I'm concerned about the answers. And what if Chloe fails? Correct. Yes. How could she? Chloe Hooper, author of The Arsonist. You can find our conversation uh, about her latest book uh, elsewhere. And I do recommend that you do that because, as Matt said, it is one of our favourite books of 2019. So, Chloe Hooper, what was the last book you really, really enjoyed? I am reading... Uh, Rachel Cusk's Transit, and I'm really, really enjoying that. Tell us about that. Well, um, it's it's written uh, episodically from um, a first-person point of view, and I think I just admire her her eye, and uh, sentence by sentence, sometimes I, you know, it's such a pleasure um it's it's honed down and is so fine and and sometimes i have to go back and and reread sentences because they're just so beautifully What's crafted it about? um it's about a um a a writer and um the um i think it's a tr- it's it's part of a trilogy i've read it i've been reading it out of sequence and um it's kind of you know it, it it strikes you like as as life writing almost, but um, each chapter is an encounter she has with you know often a stranger, and yet she um, Cusk really you know makes a sort of um, a, a little masterpiece with each chapter. I noticed Matt that the last book she really really enjoyed is the last book she's read. So yes, <laughs> so there you go. The last book that you remember reading. <laughs> Correct. Um, do you have a favourite novelist? I have lots of favourite novelists. So I'm gonna. Why, why not? Uh, I'll say Faulkner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any favourite of his? I think as I lay dying, um, just such a brilliant uh, conceit, I suppose. Um, that the sort of novel takes place while you you hear your coffin being made. <laughs> wow. Uh, do you have a favourite historian? My partner is an historian, so I, I should mention him. But he's an he's an Australian uh, historian called called Don Watson. Okay, tell us about Don Watson. Oh, you God, you don't want to hear about him. I no. do. No, I do specifically. He's your favourite historian <laughs> for whatever okay. reason. He has uh, he's written quite a lot about um, um, the frontier history in Australia, and. Um, and and come on <laughs> brownie points. Uh, he's actually writing a book for 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 children at the moment of, of Australian history. So, yeah. so that for all for all those reasons, he's your favourite historian. Well, you know, there are some other reasons. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a very good cook, and I can't I can't cook anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Is there a book you would like to step inside of? Um, well, it, you know, it has to be something magical, really, unless it's a, an Edwardian book where where you don't have to be a servant. Um, I think uh, I'd like to step inside Cloud Atlas. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Uh, or, Any particular part of Cloud Atlas because obviously that spans over different, doesn't it? But No, but that's the brilliance of, of stepping inside it, that okay. you, you get to kind of time travel, I oh, suppose. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, yes. There's a certain madness about being inside Cloud Atlas, I think. But there's madness being outside it too. I mean, you know, we're, we're kind of sur- surrounded by insanity. So. Oh, I see. So you want to go into Cloud Atlas because it's a saner world than the one that we're in. <laughs> I think if you look around, you would agree with You've me. You've only been in the UK a couple of days. You should <laughs> try, try living here. It, it doesn't take long. <laughs> 
Um, okay, how long do you give a book, Chloe? Or do you always finish it? Do you go up to 50 pages, 10 pages? When do you judge and then stop? Oh, I judge from the from the opening paragraph. Oh, superb. Just I like, love it when people Matt's are very honest. judgmental. Yes. No, no, I'm very, right. very judgmental. Yep. What can you tell in a paragraph? I think you can tell how well the author can write. Um, you know, and then slowly, you know, you, you, you're, yeah, I think. Okay. You can... So you might have your suspicions, but so say you read a disappointing opening paragraph, you know, sometimes. No, I will keep going. Oh, you know, if, if, it, if it's, I mean, if it's glaringly bad, then, um, you know, usually it, it's only going to get worse. Uh, if it's sort of fair to middling, then, I mean, that can be a sort of stylistic something stylistic and then but the story builds there's something there's sort of something else i will i'm a i'm a if at a certain point if i give up i often will skim to skim through a kind of do a uh a sort of brutal speed read to the end but i also think there you know books can be right at different points you know that there can be i can have books on the shelf for for years and then it's the right time to read it are you more judgmental now or or less as you go older more Quite right, yeah. No, I'm exactly. <laughs> how about, how about also, you? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I we uh, specifically about books a lot more because we go through so we have so yes, many yeah. that we actually you can't. I mean, I used to before I started doing books professionally. Yes, I used to have a hundred pages. Yes, and I used to because it was specifically I have said this before. It was specifically the book, The Perfect Storm, yeah. which everyone recommended to me, and I'd read yeah. about ninety pages, and I just didn't get it. No. And I just didn't, and I put it away. And then suddenly it was this huge hit, and I thought, well, it's obviously me. Yes, and I picked it up again, and almost immediately it took off, and I thought, okay, all right, okay, I understand. But now I can't, I can't no. give a book hundred no. pages. No. Definitely yeah, not. A few chapters. That's so interesting. It's almost though the other that other people's reactions had some, you know, it was it just made different... me think it made me doubt my judgment. I, I thought, well, maybe I just need to give it a sometimes you get it wrong. And sometimes yeah. you think, I just need to give this another chance. Okay. And I gave it a second chance and I was wrong mm-hmm. and everyone else was right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I I I I think I tend to never find, wrong, will you? Yeah, I tend to find that You're I'm always, always right. right. Yeah, is that if that's it, so if, funny because I I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if oh, they've got it wrong, on fire. I mean, it's, <laughs> indeed. Uh, right. Um, which books stand out for you from your childhood? Look, I've always liked books about um, about kid detectives, detectives who who just happen to solve crimes in the school holidays or on the weekends. Um, so is this, is this Nancy Drew? Is this... Famous Five. Famous Five, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, How about Emil and the Detectives? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. I, and I like the way, you know, I don't know what happened happened while during term. Like, I guess all of these kind of forgers and smugglers just got off. <laughs> got, got off, I mean... <laughs> Let's do it now, boys. She's having to do physics. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Also, though, the famous five, different time, because then yeah. if someone turned up looking like a gypsy, they were guilty. Well, we're that actually... Was, look, you know, you could... No. He's a circus boy. It's definitely <laughs> him. Yes. You can't do that now. And there's, a, there's also kind of, you know, everyone, lower class, has a sort of, you know, a mean expression. Yeah, definitely or, or, suspect. Or thin yeah. lip, thin-lipped and, you know, a bit odd. Um we don't want people around here. No, you, you now, we, we started reading it to one of our kids and you sort of have to sort of balderize the whole thing. It's, uh, it's very uh, unfortunate. Uh, do you have a favourite travel writer? I've been reading um, Patrick Lee for more, um, uh, A Time for Gifts, and 
I mean, that that kicks off with him um, driving through rainy London to to um, take a, a a boat uh, to the continent. And God, what an opening! That I mean, that you know, in terms of judging from the beginning, it's that's a that's a blinding opening. Really great. Do you have a favourite autobiography? I'm not a big autobiography reader because people are so rarely brutally honest when they're mm. when they're writing about themselves or about their sort of families. Um, but I like it when they're you know when it gets very down and dirty. When was the last time you used a public library? I re- I, I use the public library in in Melbourne a lot. Um, you know, I also use it just as much online because you can kind of log in. But I do, I do go in there. It's a beautiful library. It's got the um, the uh, largest um, reinforced concrete dome in the Victorian dome in the Southern Hemisphere. I have to recommend it to you. <laughs> right. Well, we must travel. What is the reason for your travel to Australia? I've heard. Well, Chloe Hubie told us dome. that there's a dome in the library. Well, I'm sorry, you can't come in. I don't believe you. You're no. smuggling it's things. Only in the Southern Hemisphere. If anyone Fine. comes down to see the dome, uh, let me know. Um, I'll give you my special tour. It we've is, got yeah. we've got concrete domes here. Mm. Oh, God. Not reinforced concrete domes. Oh, no, that's no, true. No, Let's that's go true. to Melbourne. Yeah, we, we need to go to Melbourne. Is that where you? Is it that would be the place where you do most of your research? Or is yes, research. Is, no, I, I don't. I wouldn't write in there because everyone talks in the library now. Really. Well, they're all saying, look at that well, yeah, dome. Look at that reinforced it? dome, everyone. I love this dome. Oh, I love this I've place. come miles for this dome. <laughs> look how smooth it is. How domey. So how I, I will I'll forgive those people. <laughs> so, so, but I was about to ask, is that where you do your research? Is there a hidden gem of a place that you would go to do research or, or, or even, uh, you know, a special place you go to to write? No, I mean, I, I think that because I um, tend to, I, I mean, I like, I like kind of turning up in strange places and, and writing about what goes on there. So, I mean, th- that you just don't know. One of the, th- the thrills of that is that it's a kind of treasure hunt in itself and you, you know, the gems sort of, um, you never know where they'll be and um, but but what fun it is finding them. So when you were writing the Arsonist, were you, you know, because I, I have it in my head that you'd be doing, you'd be doing all the research and that you'd be, I don't know, putting it on a laptop or while, while you're in the motel or, or something. Is that where you're, you will just write anywhere? Uh, no, I, I tend to sort of gather material and then, then go back to my cave. Yes. And is there a book, Chloe, finally, that always cheers you up? There is a book that always cheers me up. And this is, I'm sure, you know, I, I don't want to sort of be too cute, but um, there's a book I love by Julia Donaldson that I read to my children called Tiddler. It's about, I don't know if you know this one, it's about a uh, a fish that tells tall tales and, it, and, and um, goes off and... Um, you know, gets lost, but but comes back, and it ends with the idea that um, he finds his way home because he's become everybody knows his stories. So there's an idea in it. You know, I was lost, I was scared, but a story led me home again. And I love the idea that stories um, can restore you, that they can tell you who you are, that they give our lives meaning. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I find that beautiful. Chloe Hooper's book is The Arsonist, A Mind on Fire, and you can find our full interview uh, with Chloe uh, elsewhere. In fact, precisely where you got uh, this podcast. And I do recommend it because we were great and Chloe was pretty good. Yes, too. she was, yeah. 
Uh, Chloe, and, thank, thank you very much. Come and see the dome. Yeah, we're yeah, going. Go I'm, looking, the I'm looking forward yeah, to it yeah, all, yeah. all oh, concrete. And, reinforced. And Can't get enough. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.